This is episode 261 of the Beyond the Food Show. And today we're going to talk and compare intuitive eating with mindful eating. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Going Beyond the Food Show. I'm Stephanie Dodier, clinical nutritionist and certified intuitive eating counselor, creator of the Going to Beyond the Food method. And after a 25 year dieting career that started at the age of 12, I decided to say hell no to diet culture and hell yes to living my life to the fullest in my now body. And I made it my mission to help smart, successful women like you live confidently, unconditionally, right now. Ready, sister? Let's do this. Hey, if you're new to the Going Beyond the Food Show, our podcast roadmap has been designed with you in mind. With over 250 episodes available to listen, it can feel overwhelming to know which episode to prioritize for you. The podcast guide answers the top five questions women have when they enter our world of going beyond the food to unlearn diet culture. To get your free copy of our podcast roadmap guide, head over to stephaniedozier.com forward slash roadmap or use the hyperlink in the show notes. I'll see you on the other side. Hello, sisters. Welcome back, and let's get us started with a story today. A few years ago, I was leading a small group of women into their very first step into intuitive eating. It was a six-week journey introduction to intuitive eating, and perhaps some of you remember that offer. It was called the Intuitive Eating Project. So if you've been around for long enough, you heard me talk about this. Or if you're listening to old podcast episodes, you probably heard me pitch this program it's about two or three years ago. Anyhow, for the second session of this six-week session program, we had spent the first half of the session, the first 30 minutes or so, learning about principle three of intuitive eating. It's called making peace with food. And we had learned why it's so important to give ourselves unconditional permission to eat. And the latter half of the session, this is where the fun began, I'd asked the student to bring into the session, it was a virtual session, their fear food, you know, chips, chocolate, Cheetos, Agendaz ice cream, whatever their food that they felt They couldn't keep in the house by fear of overeating. Food where the power dynamic was broken. This inanimated object is the food had more power over them than them over the food. Can anyone relate to this? I know, I know a lot of you are. That's why you're here. Anyway, so I was about to lead them into an exercise of mindful eating. So over 10 minutes, I guided them with my voice step by step with their fear food and a mindful approach using the five senses being present with each bite. And then we closed the session by asking the participant, the women, um, how their experience eating that food that they remembered was so powerful. And, and this happens every single time I teach mindful eating, mindful eating with fear food. And then so the ladies in the session shared the following expression. You know what? It didn't even taste good. It was gross. It was too powerful in my mouth. I don't even know what I used to like about this food. 
etc., etc., etc. Everyone was amazed by the experience, and we concluded and agreed to doing two things. Number one, for the rest of the week, practice mindful eating at most meals during the week, and then continue to practice what they had learned so far with intuitive eating, feeling and respecting their hunger cue, feeling and respecting their fullness, and then giving themselves full permission to eat that one fear food that was now in the house. And they had to give themselves permission to eat and to eat that fear food mindfully. I closed the session And then the next morning, I opened my emails to find this note from one of the students. Stephanie, after our session yesterday afternoon, I put my fear food, you know, the Cheetos, in the cupboard and went on with my day. I cooked dinner for the family. We ate dinner, felt so proud of myself for resisting the Cheetos in the cupboard. I went on to put the kids to bed and went to the couch and relaxed with my husband watching some TV. And then it started. All I could think about was the Cheetos in the pantry. I started to feel terrible about me eating the Cheetos earlier during our session. Let's be honest here. Cheetos is pure junk food. There's nothing real about this food. It's just crap. Exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. It's really toxic for my body, you know? While I was thinking about how shitty this food was and how bad it was for my body, at the same time, I wanted to eat more. I wanted the Cheetos in the pantry, and I felt so terrible about wanting the damn Cheetos. The battle in my head went on all night until we went to bed. Is this normal? I thought that eating mindfully would eliminate the guilt and the shame. Am I doing something wrong with intuitive eating? Help. Thank you for all you do, Stephanie. Julie. Have you ever felt like this? Have you ever felt the ping pong match in your head? The guilt, the shame, the guilt, the shame, feeling terrible about yourself, terrible about the food. Like, I know I did. (laughs) I know most of my clients did. So I bet you, most of you listening right now are like, hell yeah, that's me. Maybe that's why you're here, right? Maybe that's why you're looking for a solution. So pay attention to to what I'm about to teach you here. This experience with my client couldn't be the better storyline for this topic, intuitive eating versus mindful eating. By the way, I did answer Julie, which is obviously not her real name. But before I share my answer, my explanation to her, I want to create some context here so that you can grasp the full difference between intuitive eating and mindful eating. So first, let's start with what the heck is mindful eating? Mindful eating is the act of being mindful with eating. Now, I know this is pretty basic, but I'd like to level set the word mindfulness before attaching it to eating. So we're all operating from that same place. Mindfulness is the quality or the state of being conscious or aware of something. It's when the mind is fully attentive to what is happening, to what you're doing, to the space you're in, or in this case of eating, to the food you're eating. This is what most people understand of mindfulness, but mindfulness goes a step beyond. Like the true definition of mindfulness 
Mindfulness is the quality, yes, of being present in the moment while calmly acknowledging and accepting what's happening in one's feeling, thoughts, and bodily sensation because we are more than a physical body. We are mind, spirit, mental, and emotional body. So when we say being present in the moment, it's about being present to all aspects of human experience. Simply said is mindfulness is the basic human ability to be fully present of where we are and what we're doing in our body. This is something that we were all born with a capacity to do. But our environment, our beliefs, the people we are with, the way we live our life, society, social media, blah, 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 all these things pulls us out of our body and away from this ability to be present. Now, how does this tie into eating? Mindful eating is the act of being mindful of your engagement with food through the food selection, the mindfulness around your hunger, how you prepare food, being present with eating the food, using all your senses, right? Your whole human spectrum, your four bodies. And that's what we had practiced during our session of eating mindfully with Julie, right? Student had engaged with mindful eating. They had engaged with the physical food, how it felt in their mouth, how it smelled, tasted, the thoughts, the emotion they were feeling in their body. All was fine. Eating mindfully was fine. Where Julie was struggling with and what most of you will probably connect with is what happens between the eating experience or, and Julie's note, after her eating experience. Hours after eating, when Julie was left alone with her mind, thinking. What happened after the session wasn't addressed by mindful eating. Although Julie had a full grasp on mindful eating, and at practice very well mindful eating, she was still struggling. Why? That's where intuitive eating comes in. So intuitive eating is a self-care eating framework. Framework being the key word here. Intuitive eating framework covers the entire relationship to food which goes from why you think about food way before eating. For an example, like Julie was watching TV on the couch and thinking about food. Intuitive eating covers how you think about food, like Julie was doing, labeling food as good or bad. Intuitive eating covers why you select to eat certain food or not, hunger, fullness, satisfaction, And intuitive eating is also concerned about how you're eating the food, mindfully consuming the food. Intuitive eating is the entire eating experience, your entire space where you are engaging with food, including, this is really important, 
your body image, and your movement. Why does intuitive eating include your body image or the way you perceive your body, your body dissatisfaction in most cases, and movement is because of diet cultures, indoctrination to food, right? Over the last 150 years, diet culture came over food and started to create this faulty relationship with food, using food for other purposes than nourishing the body, right? It started to associate food with shrinking the body, with the beauty of the body, and recently with the health of the body. Intuitive eating goes in all these spheres of our relationship to food. Intuitive eating teaches you to trust your innate body wisdom to meet your own needs, distinguish between physical and emotional hunger, and attune yourself to this capacity of you being the boss of you, giving you back your autonomy and your agency. Intuitive eating includes mindful eating, but the contrary is not true, meaning that mindful eating does not go beyond the eating experience. That's the key here. Intuitive eating and mindful eating are similar because they both require you to be mindful to your hunger, fullness, and satisfaction, and how you're engaging with food without judgment, Intuitive eating and mindful eating defer where mindful eating is about being present with the eating experience, while intuitive eating covers the entire framework of the relationship to food, which means you can be a mindful eater without being an intuitive eater, meaning you can mindfully eat while still adhering to food restriction, to good and bad food, to making your eating choice mean something about you. Mindful eating will create guilt and shame if you have these mental construct around food. And mindful eating will not prevent you, for example, of cycling in and out of body shame. That was Julie's challenge. She had yet to heal her entire relationship to food. Let me quote her words again. While I was thinking about how shitty this food was and how toxic this was for my body, at the same time, I wanted to eat more. It was like a ping pong match in my head, feeling guilty for eating the Cheetos and enjoying it, while at the same time feeling shame for wanting more Cheetos. And this battle went on in my head all night, unquote. That's the part of the eating experience that she had yet to heal because we weren't at that stage of completing the entire process of intuitive eating. You know, that part of the eating experience where you're left alone with your thoughts about food, about the judgment of food. And when you're thinking about, is it a good food? Is it a bad food? What does it mean about me? Does it bring value? Am I more valuable because I eat better than this person? Or am I better because I'm losing some weight, believing that we are what we eat? And then it gets worse if you're only a mindful eater 
and you're not an intuitive eater, you're not working on the entire relationship to food, you feel guilty about wanting to not eat mindfully. Like it's like two storms going in your head at the same time. That's what Julie was experiencing. That double storm effect because we had yet to complete the intuitive eating process. Remember, she was only at session two. That mental battle in your head is not helped by mindful eating. Now, let me be clear here. If you hold the privilege of never having been oppressed by diet culture, or better known as the thin ideal, if you've never pursued shrinking your body or changing your body or never been on a diet, that's what I call holding the privilege of never been oppressed by diet culture. If that's you, then mindful eating might just be good enough for you because all you need is just to bring awareness to the food, but you don't have the whole story going on in your head about the food. And for those of you who cannot connect to this, I get it. That wasn't me neither. It's, it's not most of the people here, but there are some of you that don't have this experience with food and mindful eating might just be fine. But if you don't know that all that storyline that's running in your head about food, it's not your fault. There's nothing wrong with you, sister. This is the side effect of diet culture and patriarchy. So for any People raised as women who have been thought to believe that a woman's beauty, therefore her body, was one of the most important part of herself. And that consequently went on to pursue beauty, thinness, via dieting of any kind, any kind of food restriction, over-exercising, mindful eating is not enough. Let me repeat this differently. If you are a person, a woman who has controlled food in order to manipulate her body size, shape, weight, beauty, or health, mindful eating will not help you long term. And if that's you, my heart goes out to you. I am completely on your side. You've been dieting for years, having terrible thoughts about your body, feeling guilty and shame about the size of your body, the beauty of your body, the inability to be consistent with food. And if you are seriously dissatisfied with your body in general, just looking at your actual food experience in the moment of eating will not save you. Just like what I shared with Julie's experience, it may actually make your whole relationship to food worse by thinking that mindful eating is the gateway for you to fix everything about your relationship to food. Because you will not only experience guilt and shame for eating what you believe to be bad food, but also the guilt and shame for not being able to do it right. That was Julie's experience. That's what she was emailing me. Now, here's the good news. And let me close that loop on Julie's story. It was only week two out of six of this program. And then the very next week, we learn about challenging the food police, right? That food police is that whole conversation, the thought process we have about good and bad food, nutritionism, healthism, like these whole beliefs 
that we hold about food that goes beyond, way beyond what food was meant to hold in our life. And we also went through why food choices don't have any moral value about ourselves. Although diet culture has been telling us the opposite for decades, it's not true. We went on to later learn the intersection between patriarchy and diet culture and how dieting is a tool of oppression for women. And by buying into dieting, we're actually supporting our own system of oppression. Through this journey, through the intuitive eating journey, we rebuild our belief system around food, around what a body is for a woman, about what health is and what beauty is for a woman. Because unless we do these things, rebuilding our belief system, we will continue to experience what Julie had been sharing in her notes to me, guilt, shame, the mean girl voice. If that's where you are, know that rebuilding your belief system about food, body, health, and beauty is the only way through all these like tough emotion that we are experiencing. And that's what intuitive eating is about. It goes beyond the food. (laughs) That's the podcast name. That's the podcast title. Like, that's what I wanted to capture when I created this podcast. Healing our relationship to food goes beyond the food. So to answer the question, what is the difference between intuitive eating versus mindful eating? Both are needed. But intuitive eating includes mindful eating. For most women, mindful eating isn't sufficient, and intuitive eating must come into play in healing your relationship to food. If you're experiencing right now a ha-ha moment, and have been teaching this long enough to know that some of you are right now, you're like, oh my God, I've never seen it that way. Why has no one ever told me this before? If that's what's going on in your head right now, I'm so happy. I've fulfilled my mission of creating this podcast. And I also, if that's you right now, I want you to consider joining us inside of Conquer and Thrive, especially this month, because we are holding a special clinic on November the 20th called the Mindful Eating Clinic. These are specialized classes, live event that are designed to enhance your skill set. And this one obviously is all about mindful eating and how it interplays within intuitive eating. We're going to do this whole experience of fear food live together during this event. So if you want some help, come and join us before November the 19th at midnight. You must be in Conquer and Tribe on the 19th to have your access code for you to be able to enter the live event on the 20th. I want you to think of those clinic, and I'll talk more and more about different clinics that we will be holding within Conquer and Tribe over the next months to come. These clinic, these live event, think of it as a retreat, you know? if we were face-to-face, that we could be spending an afternoon, a few hours together, really deep diving into one aspect or one particular topic. And that's what the Mindful Eating Clinic will be about. So I don't want you to miss it. 
come and join us inside of Conquer and Thrive by November the 19th. And I'll see you inside the Mindful Eating Clinic on the 20th. I love you, sister. And I'll see you on the next podcast. Hey, you, if you enjoy listening to this show, you have to come and check Conquer and Thrive. It's my monthly coaching program that comes with expert courses that will show you exactly how to take this life changing work and apply it into your own life. We teach you how to change your mindset, eat intuitively and master body confidence that you've decided to stop dieting today or years ago, Conquer and Thrive will help you take this knowledge deeper into real life practices. It comes with access to me as your coach and my team of experts. Join us by simply going to www.stephaniedodzie.com forward slash join. I can't wait to meet you inside our Conquer and Thrive community. I'll see you on the other side.